Happy Monday and happy end of January. Well, I think we got another day yet. One more but, day left. Uh, it is. It, we're in Matthew 28. It's January 30th. That's right. And so glad that you're here. We're now, back fresh. Yeah. Last time we were recording, we got done with the last year, you know, at the end of chapter 27, or not 27, but uh, 20, 25. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. And uh, you'd said, you know what? We need to take a break because <laughs> I had a migraine and maybe I, I don't know if I was making great sense or, or what, but... Back fresh Monday, here we go. Yeah, you've been getting those migraines though. Uh, I, I'm a little concerned. I, yeah. I think you need to stop hitting your head. I mean, you had a concussion <laughs> what a couple months ago, and then you yeah. would you ran into a wall the other day. <laughs> yeah. Did you sneeze or something so and hit the dumb, wall? Yeah. Is that <laughs> you just ran into a wall? No, there's like going down in my basement. It, there's like a little overhang, and I was going down sideways because I was carrying something. And I just smacked the side of my head. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have hit so me. Dumb. Yeah, <laughs> short. There are some advantages of being a little shorter. All right, uh, well, uh, do you want to start Matthew 28? Yeah, so this is the last chapter of, of Matthew. Great and chapter. tomorrow we're going to be opening up Ephesians. You know, it is kind of funny. I, I keep saying, maybe you do too. Great chapter. Oh, great verse. Yeah, like there is a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this chapter's okay. But it's the resurrection <laughs> of Jesus. So it's all that's, right. That's the, you know, that's what our faith is all yeah. resting in. All right, here we go. Matthew chapter 28, verse one. It says, now after Sabbath toward the dawn of the first day of the week. What no, you know what? I'm reading, reading ESV. From? Yeah. And I need to I'll start over. reading while you uh, get your. I your still got NLT that migraine, out, apparently. You so know. I'll start reading then. <laughs> uh, verse one. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. There's actually three or four Marys that are in this group that follow Jesus. So Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, which would not have been the the mother of Jesus. And there's the sister of Salome. I. Yeah. But anyway, this it, is you know, and Mary. honestly, to me, Dad, it does give a little credibility to this story. Because yeah. if they were making this up, you would name them. They, they would, would have been, been different creative. names. <laughs> they would have been more creative. Yeah. Right. Verse 2, suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. And just sat there. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. Now, you have to remember where we left off. It was with the burial of Jesus. These soldiers, which in the Roman world, I mean, these soldiers were, I mean, they were everything. Everybody thought that they were the, the most fearful creatures on earth. And this angel rolls the stone away, and then he just sits on the stone and looks at them, and they're scared to death. Verse 4, the, the cards shook with fear when they saw him. And they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, don't be afraid, he said. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. He has risen from the dead just as he said would happen. Come, see where his body was lying. And now go quickly. By the way, there's a little break there after come see where his body was lying. There was the time when they went to look. And then, then he says, and now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. Now, why do you think he sent him to Galilee, Junior? Well, that's where his disciples went. Which means it? that they returned to yeah. Galilee after yeah. they had been in because Jerusalem. Because you have, you have Peter, after that whole situation with Peter denying Jesus, he's just like, all right, you know what, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I'm going back to fishing. There's no way that, you know, if this whole ministry of Jesus Christ, you know, it seems dead, but even if it continues, there's no way that he's going to want me around. So he goes back to fishing. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, now I lost Verse my eight. place. Verse, Verse eight. eight. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. You know, there's a couple of things in here that I, I, I can't help but point out. 
And we do talk about this around Easter, but th- this again, just like the two Marys having the same name gives credibility to the story, just the fact that the angel first revealed Jesus' resurrection and Jesus first revealed himself to women, yeah. that's an incredible thing because in the first century, they, women could not even testify in court. Right. Now, I... I don't believe this, but they they believed that women were not credible testimonies. It, Josephus even wrote that, and and it was part of the yeah, law. Right. So the fact that Jesus chose to reveal his resurrection to women first, why would they do that if they're trying to get an unbelieving world to believe something? Right. Well, because that's what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. So this this happened. It shows this credibility. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them, and they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee and they will see me there. Verse 11, as the women were on their way and some of the guards went into the city and told the leading priests what had happened, a meeting with the elders was called and they decided to give the soldiers a large bribe. And they told the soldiers, you must say, Jesus' disciples came during the night while we were sleeping and they stole his body. Well, if the governor hears about it, we'll stand up for you so you won't get in trouble. So the guards accepted the bribe and said what they were told to say. Their story spread widely among the Jews, and they still tell it today. You want to finish off the chapter? Yeah. Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples. And by the way, when it says some of them doubted, we don't have all, some of the stories uh, Matthew leaves out that are included in Luke in particular, but also yeah. in John as well. But the story of doubting Thomas is the one example there right. when he doubted. He just doesn't go into the details as to the doubting and he yeah. doesn't complete that part of the story that after Jesus appeared to him that he believed. Right, the other gospels give dimensions. So sometimes when we read through a gospel, it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. A lot of times another gospel will address it, which is kind of the beauty of of the four gospels. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And that's a great assurance, but it's also great marching orders mm-hmm. because that is what we call the great commission that is the mission of the church. That is the one mission of the church. It's yep. the one thing we won't be able to do when we get to heaven. Right. And that is our mission is to go and make disciples, to, to proclaim the gospel, the good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, forgiveness of sins, and eternal life. That is our mission yeah. as a church. And it's, it's, it's really simple. It's grow your community. Bring people into the community. Baptize them, which is the first thing that Jesus told us to do. And then teach them how teach, to follow Jesus. Teach them to obey. Teach them to follow Well, let's jump over to Proverbs. We're in Proverbs 30 because we match up the day of the month for the proverb that we're on. And I just want to highlight verse five. And and again, we encourage you, read the entire chapter every time for Proverbs. Don't don't just go with what you're hearing here. In fact, if you're using our church app, then it'll read it to you if you put it on read. But read the rest of the chapter as well. But verse five, I want to highlight, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. 
We can trust God's word. When we activate it in our lives, it works. It doesn't just make a difference. When we allow it to become all-consuming and it becomes where it, it forms our belief system, it, the principles of scripture is on the forefront of our thinking when we're making decisions and it becomes such a part of our lives. Man, it works. Yeah, well, and I even love what the next verse, verse six, it says, do not add to those words. And you see that, you know, with the whole story in Matthew, of, a lot of times Jesus got into the fights with the religious leaders because they kept they adding added. to God's yep. word. And let's just keep it simple. Let's stick to God's word. Let's know it well and stick to it. Thanks well, for thanks for being a part of this. That's again. right. Have a great Monday and we'll be in Ephesians tomorrow. Can't wait to open up that book with you tomorrow.